0: There's so much power in prayer, you know, and I know my mom was constantly praying. I'd wake up in the morning and hear her and go to bed at night. And I'm like, oh, just, you know, as a teenager, just stop it, stop it, leave me alone. But, you know, those mm. prayers, they they carried on. And, you know, now I'm living for the Lord. And my father was an atheist growing up and he received Christ uh, on my 16th mm. day. And so, you know, it's, it's oh, wow. power of prayer.
1: Hey, I'm Chelsea Amber, a Christian recording artist and the founder of Christian Guitar Girls, an encouraging community for Christian female guitar players and bass players. And we are a group of women who are serving our communities through music and working on our guitar skills all for the glory of God. You can find our Facebook group called Christian Guitar Girls Community to connect with other women in music and ministry. All ages and skill levels are welcome. I want to equip women to reach their guitar goals. So I have a free ebook called The Christian Guitar Girl's Practice Plan. It is a downloadable PDF designed to help you not only set your goals for playing, but create an effective plan to actually reach those goals. And this applies to all skill levels, whether you're a complete beginner or a seasoned player. If you're ready to make your practice time more efficient and see progress in your playing, then go to christianguitargirls.com/slash practice plan and now i am excited to get into the interview and welcome today's guest we have bridget donahoe here she is an award-winning songwriter recording artist wife mom and worship leader with the heart of a revivalist she moves in the gifts of the holy spirit both in and out of the church walls and pours every ounce of energy into her worship Over the years, Bridget has released multiple radio singles that landed in the top 10 on both the Christian and AC radio charts. She has been featured on numerous TV shows, magazines, and radio shows. She has been traveling for ministry for the past 10 years for various events and shared the stage with people like Skillet, Jeremy Camp, Jamie Grace, also another Christian guitar girl, and many others. Bridget has a heart for God and for his people. It's all about him and making him known. And fun fact, Bridget was nominated to be on the podcast by a member of our Facebook group, whose name also happens to be Bridget. So shout out to Bridget in our Facebook group. Thank you so much for connecting us. I'm so excited to get to know this Bridget today.
0: So welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be here. Well, it's it's great to meet you.
1: I love how this this podcast is opening up doors for for I mean, selfishly for me to be able to meet some really awesome women and hear their stories about what God is doing in their lives and in ministry. And um, yeah, there's just such such cool such cool women in this community. So um, yeah, I'm excited to get to know you. And I love to pretend that we are just sitting at a coffee shop across from each other. So what are you drinking?
0: I am drinking a matcha oat milk latte iced.
1: Ooh. Oh, that sounds fancy. I like that. And I like your
0: cup, too. You have a really pretty cup. Thank you. My uh, My brother got this for me for my birthday. Mm. It's got scriptural affirmations all over it, so I... I love it. He did good. (laughs) It's beautiful. Well, I brought some uh, sparkling
1: water. My husband got me into sparkling water, so I have the cranberry flavor today. Very nice. So I'd love to get to know your journey, and we'll start from the beginning. So how and when did you start playing guitar?
0: Well, I started playing guitar when I was eight years old. Um, My mom got me some lessons, and I remember I was absolutely terrible at it. I wanted to be like a little, like, rock, Cyndi Lauper, a little rock star, you know, and <laughs> I like beat my guitar where it was falling apart and it was a beginner's guitar. And I remember my, uh, guitar teacher, he said, the Lord laid it on his heart to give me a new guitar. Cause at the time oh. we, we didn't have the funds to get a brand new guitar. You know, we were mm. putting everything into the lessons and we weren't sure what we were going to do. And he said, it, you know, yeah. I feel like God wants me to give her this guitar. And so mm. I started out Really young. um, And then I kind of laid it down for a few years uh, through my rebellious teenage phase. I just kind (laughs) of, you know, didn't really do much with music. And my husband didn't actually even know that I played guitar until I. Oh, wow. And then I picked it back up and um, out of necessity because they needed a worship. I did worship, but I didn't play, you know, guitar for anyone and they needed somebody to lead worship with an instrument. And I just walked up there and he's like, what is happening? (laughs) How the the journey um, unfolded for going into Christian ministry and music.
1: When you were talking about your guitar journey and how you started, it's kind of similar to mine in terms of I've had times where I, I... Put down the guitar for quite a while and I did I and I took lessons with somebody from my church we did, couldn't afford a guitar at the time um so I was using a guitar that I could borrow I actually wanted to play piano to be honest oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> um but there was a guy at our, our church who was giving guitar lessons and so we went with that cuz guitars were more affordable and portable than than pianos so we right. went with that and then someone from my church later on said hey I feel like god's calling it wasn't my guitar teacher but somebody was saying hey i feel like god's calling me to give you this guitar oh, um it was, yeah a washburn guitar so i hadn't heard that in anyone else's story yet so that it's neat to so hear cool. that that
0: is, that is so similar yeah i i haven't heard that either that is so cool
1: yeah so yeah, it's, it's rare for me to meet someone that that has like a similar guitar story to mine. Yeah. So that's really neat. It sounds like God, like through your journey with music, God really got a hold of your heart. Because as I was looking over your website and your videos, I see that you have this really strong desire to build God's kingdom through your music, through your voice. And I want to read a quote that you have um In your bio, it says, "My one desire is to see lives changed and touched by the healing power of Jesus Christ. And if I can be a vessel to show people how much God truly loves them, I've done what I was created to do." So, what what gave you the desire to use your voice for the Lord? Because it sounds like you you went through a stage where it sounds like uh, you can correct me if I was wrong, where you didn't have that desire, and then. And then you eventually got into that. So, so what what changed there? What what lit you up? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I, um,
0: I remember going to a youth conference, and when I was probably about 15 years old, and you know, going through my, I, I wanted nothing to do with God at the time. I was just going in the complete opposite direction, and I was dragged to a youth conference in California, mm. and they were just the message really spoke to my heart. Like if you were to die tonight, where would you go? And mm. I knew where. I mean, I I was not living for the Lord. I wanted nothing to do with God. And I remember just the Holy Spirit just kind of descending on me and I felt God's love. And I've never been the same since. I've kind of been running, mm-hmm. running after him and everything that he has. Not perfect, but willing and wanting to. Be used for the kingdom of God. And so mm-hmm. I feel like the my voice was really what God gave me as a talent. And I didn't want to hide it. I wanted to use it for Him. And songwriting came later. It came afterwards. And I remember just, you know, sitting down and and these worship songs would come out. And I didn't quite know what to do. And my husband really encouraged me and said, well let's let's really go after this. Let's see what God does and and how mm-hmm. he opens the doors, and we've kind of been in like a little partnership ever since then. Oh, cool. So, what? Uh, so, what do you mean by partnership? Is do you write songs together, or how does that? Uh, how does he that work? is the backbone. Like he does sound okay. stuff, and he's uh, been basically my, I guess, tour manager for years. You know, mm-hmm. and and so we've really done it as a family.
1: Oh, that's so cool. we're my husband and I are kind of on on the beginning of that journey too, just like navigating as a family of three. So I just love, uh, I love seeing other, other people who are doing it as well. What a blessing that you have a, a husband who's supportive and, um, able to help you with that, with what what he sees God calling you to. That's really special. Yes, it is. Yeah. And I'm sorry. I said, he's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and I thought, I think your story is really encouraging for any parents who have teenagers that are, distracted or walking away or saying, oh, I don't want anything to do with with God, that uh, God can turn this situation around. I find that really encouraging to hear. Um, And, you know, like we keep praying for for our kids, you know, God can do some miraculous work.
0: Amen. There's so much power in prayer, you know, and I know my mom was Mm. praying. I mean, she's still praying, but, you know, Mm -hmm. she was like, constantly praying i'd wake up in the morning and hear her and go to bed at night i'm like oh just you know as a teenager just stop it stop it leave me alone but you know those Mm. prayers they they carried on and you know now i'm living for the lord and Mm. my whole family you know i had a um my father was an atheist growing up and he received christ uh on my 16th Mm. day and so you know it's it's wow power of prayer
1: yeah wow. That is a really powerful testimony of of of, yeah, the power of prayer. That's yeah awesome. I'm so encouraging. yeah. So how have you seen God show his love or his faithfulness throughout your time in ministry?
0: well, he's he's always been faithful through every part of my life up the ups and the downs. And with ministry, you do have a lot of ups and downs. It feels, you know, a lot of the time we want this steady line of consistency, but being Mm. a musician and a songwriter, it's, it's a constant wave that you're, you're writing. And so it's a matter of trusting Holy spirit and listening to what he says so that you can be where he wants you at the right time in the right season. Mm.
1: Yeah. So he's faithful to, to lead us and guide us, you know, if we stick close to him. Yes. Yeah. Another comforting thing I find sometimes we can get in the like, oh, am I where I'm supposed to be? But if you're close to him,
0: you are, you're supposed to be. Yes. (laughs) I was Mm. 26 when I first played my first like show festival. Really cool. I remember thinking in my mind, oh, I have to get signed by 30. And then like, yeah, and then you know, you just kind of keep going and realize that that's not what it's about. And you, mm-hmm. and it started more like CCM, which I, I love CCM, don't get me wrong. But mm-hmm. then God started like transitioning me into more of like the prophetic community and more of, you know, that that vein. And I'm just like, okay, well, I'll do whatever you want, God. Like,
1: <laughs> I don't know why 30 seems to be the age for the music industry. It's like, yeah. oh, if I don't make it by 30... I mean, then i have nothing to offer or i'm not i don't know i don't know what it is because there are so many women that i meet who are you know much older than 30 that have yeah. so much to offer so much wisdom that they didn't have at 29 28 and he can i mean he, he is big enough that he is not limited by age 30. i don't know like i just right <laughs> i don't know yeah. i think i think it was probably inherited from like the music industry at large But I feel like, unfortunately, that has gotten filtered into the Christian music industry. Maybe not quite to the degree of like the the larger industry, but still to a degree. But that does make me excited about um, just what's happening in terms of like the internet. I guess (laughs) like uh, just that people can put out music without having a gatekeeper. So there are people who are in their 40s, 50s, 60s, putting out their first song and reaching an audience of people that maybe wouldn't. uh that a, that a 20 year old couldn't speak to. So oh,
0: yeah. no
1: no no offense to 20 year olds like they're great. <laughs> I'm sure <Right>. there's awesome <laughs> 20 year olds in the world but um I'm just thinking of my own experience of who I was at 20 versus who I am now at 36. So Amen.
0: Amen. I love what you said about a different age bracket too because who is going to minister to the the stay-at-home moms, the people mm. you know, that feel sometimes maybe a 20-year-old is not going to be able to reach them the same way somebody in their late 30s would.
1: Yeah, and I, th- I think at this point, especially with music uh, not being so beholden to get, uh, gateway keepers, like people are just more concerned about a good song at large. It's about, to, can I connect with the song? But then within the Christian music industry, it's like, does this point me to Jesus? And like, if your song, if, if your song is touched by the Holy spirit, if it's leading people to Christ, who cares um, right. how old you are, or if you have the look or not, like it's, it's a good song, <laughs> you know, like yeah. um, just extending that to <laughs> like, there's so many things of like, Oh, I, I, I can't, or I, I'm not, you know, fill in the right. blank, you know, therefore, yeah. yeah. Um,
0: but That'll it's not use about us. So to. yeah. Yeah. Amen. He'll, use, he'll use whoever he wants to just like, like Moses mm. saying, I can't speak well, you know, I'm not mm. gonna to do this. And then he says, well, okay, well then we'll have Aaron go. But Moses was, Moses was the guy, you know, and yeah. so he that he couldn't, he couldn't speak well. God still chose him and God, continues throughout all of scripture to use people who we would deem unworthy. And we would look at and say, well, why would you pick them? Mm-hmm. Because God loves to show his glory and his beauty and his splendor through things that we would never expect.
1: Yeah. So oh, I love that. And you have just released a brand new single called Acts 2. Can you tell us a little bit about the inspiration behind that song?
0: Yes. Uh, well, the inspiration is, it's kind of a funny story. I was out to eat with my husband and we were talking about different t-shirt design ideas for our merch table. And he said, what about Acts 2? And he's like, mm. they were all filled. And I said, oh, that's a great idea. And mm. so the, the words to that kept marinating in my, my brain for the next few days. I'm like, Acts 2, and they were all filled. And then the melody came from that. And then I just opened up my Bible and started reading the verse and how the Holy Spirit was poured out. On the day of Pentecost, and the everything kind of just fell into place from there. So it's very, mm. uh, very scripturally based, and basically it's Acts two, awesome. <laughs> yeah, the heart of a
1: revivalist, as we said in the in the introduction. Amen. So, yeah. Cool. Well, um, I'd love to hear a little bit about some words of encouragement and advice. So the first part would be, uh, do you have one practical piece of advice for someone who is just picking up the guitar for the first time?
0: I'd say don't be too hard on yourself.
1: Mm. You know,
0: a lot of the time we want to be perfect within the first few, you know, lessons or however long it takes and i feel like we're all still learning i'm still learning you know even though i've been playing for years and years and years i feel like i'm always learning new things and to just be a continual learner Mm-hmm.
1: yeah that's so important i thought what's there's a quote by bb king about how you, people can't take away from you what you've learned because you never actually get to the end of guitar if you know what i mean like right. well, um, <laughs> yeah Yeah. So it's always going to, there's always going to be something new to learn. There's always going to be, uh, and I I think that's great to continue challenging ourselves to keep learning. So great advice. And what is one encouraging word or piece of advice for that you can offer for someone who shares your desire to build the kingdom of God with their music?
0: Um, I would say to just lean into what the Lord is doing, you know, Mm. and don't, and don't try to be like anyone else. Mm. I found out very early on, I, you know, when we, I was trying to develop my, my sound and listening to a lot of different genres and I'm like, oh, well, this is what it is. And then mm. through the years, God's like, oh no, I want you to do, you know, dip your toe into this and I want you to try this. And mm. so I say just listen to what God's doing and don't box yourself into any one certain thing because God mm. could have been completely different.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I found that to I can relate to that journey because I uh, had had I've gone through many different phases of, oh, I want to experiment with this or, oh, I want to do this or oh I want to do R&B or whatever. And I'm just listening, listening to God's leading and then also the 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 natural bent that he gives us, like with our voice, like if our voice sits in a in a a specific style, you know, um, so I just I agree (laughs) (laughs) And, and can definitely relate with that. Yeah. So um how can people find you and your music online?
0: Uh, anywhere that music is available. Um my website is com. and mm-hmm. then I'm on Facebook, um handle Bridget Donahoe, Instagram, um, TikTok. I'm I'm on there kind of trying to feel that that world out. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So just anywhere, um, anywhere online, Spotify, Apple. Okay. Great. And
1: for anyone who is listening to the audio version of this, Bridget is spelled B-R-I-G-I-T-T-E and Donahoe is D-O-N-O-H-O. Did I get that right? You did. Yeah. Yep. Excellent. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, I encourage people to check out your new song, Acts 2, about revival. We we need that. And exactly. so I'm excited to have more music about that. So thank you for taking time to share about your musical journey, what God has done to encourage you and to, um, to take you along uh, with your faith journey, you know, through music. And to all our listeners, if you enjoyed this chat, there are many more to come. So make sure to hit the follow or subscribe button on YouTube or your favorite podcast platform. And don't forget to visit christianguitargirls.com slash practice plan to get your copy of the free ebook, to help you create and reach your guitar goals. I'll leave a link for that in the episode, as well as links to connect with Bridget and to check out her music. And that's it for today. Thanks so much for tuning in and I'll catch you in the next episode. Until then, happy strumming.